This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. With Annie and Ando on Joy 94.9. Just gone six o'clock on your Friday morning. Good morning, Annie Louie. Good morning. We did it. We're at the end of the week. High five, everybody. We are nudging what is called a long weekend. <gasps> You're right. I know. We've got Monday off. Yay. Woo. We're not here. <laughs> so tune in to Annie no. and Ando because... I don't know what's going to be. Oh, happening. the beautiful Ben Murphy will be here with special <laughs> guests. So, no, do tune in. Okay. Or you can always listen to our podcast if you miss us that much. Yeah. <laughs> um, today, we're going to be talking about expiry dates, best before dates, because this week, big news. The vaccine was rolled out and some aged care residents over in Werribee were the first to get jabbed. However, a few batches got tossed in the bin. Because they spoiled. Yes, they could not guarantee that they were refrigerated at the right temperature and they thought it's best to give it a miss. Ooh. So there's a diff- so there's really three things. We're talking like best before use by and spoiling. Mmm, there's a lot going on. Oh. This web goes deep. So tell us, what was the last thing that you risked it for the biscuit for? Do you, you know, you might have eaten something that was a bit iffy, best before date. Let us know. What was it? 0427569949. Snuggle up to Annie and Ando every weekday morning on Joy. It's your Friday morning. We're talking best before and used by and spoiling. Spoiling. Spoiling, not spoilers. It's not spoiler alert. Spoiling. Can we sort out the difference between best before and used by? Yes. Controversial and been discussed before. What's your take on it? Yep. Best before means it's a recommendation. Yeah. It's best consumed at this time. Mm-hmm. Not going to judge you if you have it later. Use by is if you didn't use it by this date, you're a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. I've consulted with my uh, moral compasses. Ah. All right. My view? Yep. Best before actually is more commonly used on foods that... The quality deteriorates, but they don't mm. become toxic or poisonous. So you might the biscuit might be stale, but there's so much sugar in it, it's actually preserved for yeah. the next ten years. But use by, how do they know that that's going to be the exact date? And do they have a concept? Does food have a concept of twenty four hour time? Oh yes, I heard the milk the other day say, so, "Ooh, had a late night last night. I got in at onesies. <laughs> I'm a bit off. I'm a bit off. Oh, and I've missed my curfew. I wonder if anyone's going to drink me today because I'm. <laughs> this is starting to sound like a skit. <laughs> I'm the milk carton. What are you in the? If you had to be a character the in the fridge, I'm the fridge. Of course you are. Get in me, boss. <laughs> boss woman. Um, yeah. So the use by is well. I think manufacturers or food manufacturers have to actually test this stuff because it's their reputation and the health of the community at risk. So, you know, mm. like, I love some of the milks. We get sometimes that heart smart milk that's going to lower Mr. Ando's oh, yeah. cholesterol yeah. by 4 billion points, which I don't think it does, and it tastes like I didn't water. know milk had cholesterol properties. Lowering cholesterol properties. Yeah, yeah or milk. even the opposite, that it's yeah, bad it for you. Animal fats. Or animal fats are bad. Okay. No, too much of it. Sure. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm just checking. Got yeah. a fact-checked health advice. Yeah. If there not is advice, health advice not on the show. Um, but the, the cholesterol-lowering milk has a shelf life, fridge life, of normally about three, four weeks. Yeah. Well, I, I, I buy Tetra Pak milk because 
lactose-free life and Mm -hmm. you don't know when you're really going to want some milk, really. So just keep a bit in the pantry and... um, Never fresh. Sometimes fresh if it's on sale or I know that I'm going to be around for the week and being able to consume it. I'm a busy person and I don't drink that much milk. So... Hmm, little risky. bit in your tea and coffee. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, same, it. same. Yeah. So then, best before even on that, I'm like Tetra Pak. It was made to live on a shelf for five months without refrigeration. How bad could it be if I consume this after that best before date? Depends if it's been opened or not. Yeah, that's uh, the other mm. magic. The food that can sit on a supermarket shelf for God knows how long yeah. and then in fine print at the back, it says consume within three days oh, after Yeah, opening. I don't get that. Yeah, <laughs> The like air gets air. in and suddenly the bacteria is like, yeah! It's like that special air they pump into the salad bags so they don't go brown. Oh, special air. You told you taught me this, Annie Louie. I, I go. It's not everything I say. It's not air in there. They like use nitrogen or nitrous oxide ah, or something. Yes, I think after consulting with my food scientist friend. Yes. Yeah, I discovered that. Yeah, and then you were like, "Is it helium? Is it helium?" I was like, "It's not helium, Ando. Or chip bags will be floating away." Can you imagine? But the all the little apple wedges, just the pre-cut, <laughs> floating through the like, supermarket. Yeah, like we're it's on a spaceship or something. It's your Friday morning, and we're talking best before and used by Annie Louie. Yes. Some things my dad used to say shouldn't have best before dates at all because it didn't exist back in the day. So uh, think of arriving in Australia, it's the 50s. Yep. Food doesn't have packaging in it. And he used to go on about how soft drinks and stuff were a treat and they'd have like the glass ball on the top of it and you just pop it and you drink it and all these yeah. strange contraptions and like milk delivery would come and be dropped at your house. A horse and cart. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. Clop, 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 That milk didn't have a use-by date, would it? No, but it had the fat underneath the metal cap, the peel-off cap mm. of the bottle. You would lick the cream oh, off wow, the bottle. Oh, wow, yeah. So mm. then, you know, you'd expect that you should use that milk before you get more milk. Otherwise, you're going to end up with tons of milk. Yeah. So sometimes you don't need it. All right. So there's if you, I think about my pantry slash fridge and go, what, would, what things in there would I ignore the best before I use by dates on. Yep. Top of the list, soy sauce. 100% pure salt practically it's, preserves itself. It is preserving itself. It will last longer than Tutankhamun. I think Tutankhamun was preserved in soy sauce. sauce. Fun fact. The, the rags that they wrap the mummy in. <laughs> That's why they're always brown, aren't they? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the smell. I quite love I love salt. So soy sauce and I, well, hello. Yeah. I, I like that. Is it Keycap Manis? It's got a bit of sweetness as well and it's sticky oh, that, soy. Oh, is that how you pronounce it? Keycap Manis? I thought Manus? it was Kikaman. Kick- oh, no, that's a brand. No, yeah, I'm talking a, a different a sweet soy, oh, sticky sauce. Yeah, but my garage oh, was always good. filled with boxes of soy sauce that my dad would take home from work because he worked at a factory that imported all these ingredients mm. and um, yeah, bottles of things for restaurants. And he would take photos of the products, put them in a book, take them around face-to-face, consulting with people, going, what would you like to stock in your store? What does your restaurant need? So our house was always filled with products that were probably potentially, yeah, potentially like maybe expired because they're just kind of samples and he's taking it home and, well, he needed to do the the photos and stuff. Was he like the top salesman for the area? He was the only salesman for that company. So, yes, you got (laughs) way of the month every month. Every month. Because what I was going to say is I love how, like, it's not the company doing the photo shoot. It's Mr. Louie bringing the stuff to his house and doing his own setup. (laughs) And if there was a team of salespeople and he was number one and everyone goes, how does he do it? He had his own secret lookbook that he'd made. I don't know what a lookbook is. 
It's like a fa- it's a fashion term, I think. When a new range comes out, the designer yeah. will release a lookbook when Ooh. they go trying to flog their ranges so it's, into uh, department stores. Soy sauce range twenty twenty one autumn. Autumn, yes, <laughs> nice. Soy sauce. Anything else in the pantry that we would ignore? Oh, I reckon anything that's vinegary, like pickles, pickled onions. Yeah, definitely. Uh, pickles themselves. Pickled artichokes. Artichokes, but I have discovered capers, no good. They go a bit like little testicles, don't they? Why do they they get, like, white spots on them? Oh, mine don't. Oh. It was the jar open. Yeah, jars open. Yeah, no, see, this is the thing. Once they've opened, air's got in. They need to make tiny mini sizes. Like, I just want, like, 20 capers. I can't believe we're agreeing. So this is the first show we've ever agreed on so much. (laughs) Soy sauce keeping. And I agree. I'm not a big caper eater. I'll dice them like a a small handful with like a steak tartare. Mr. Ando loves it in his tuna and something salad. Yeah. But the jar, he shakes out, you know, 20 capers and then it sits in the fridge and they go off. It says within three days. I'm like, who's eating all these capers? Yep. Anchovies, another one I'd ignore best before. Anchovies in oil. Yeah. Oh, yum. Even sardines. That's wartime food. That's pre-best before dates. Just ignore it. If anything looks like it could have been served as rations during a war, you're good. I opened, oh, not opened, I found a tin of baked beans the other day and I was trying to, I'm, you know when you start to get a little older, or well, you've seen it in the movies, Annie, people... Aging. Aging. <laughs> it's a myth. I don't know what it is. I've only seen it in the movies. Well, you've never <laughs> aged since I met you. You just keep looking younger and more beautiful yeah, every day. Yeah, I wish day. I could say the same about you. <laughs> I have to look Ow. at your face every day. Anyway... <laughs> Anyway, this can of baked beans, I'm holding out to the light to try and read the fine print because the print is getting so small. And I could not find the best before date. I'm sliding it around, rolling it, looking at it, and on the bottom there's some numbers. I don't know if it's some dude's phone number or it's a best before, but I couldn't make sense of whether it was right or not. Did it taste good, though? I didn't open it. I hate baked beans. <laughs> Chuck it here. No, I threw it out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Hello, this is your morning wake-up call with compliments from Annie and Ando on Joy 94.9. We're talking best before used by and spoiled. Mm. Spoiled's an interesting word in terms of food. <laughs> like, I know what it, like, but if you're... Rotten. A, which, when you, you think say? of the term when you call a child a spoiled brat, they haven't gone off, have they? <laughs> they might have. Too much red cordial. <laughs> yeah, gone off Popped the chops. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just spoiled. And, yeah. spo- like, oh, she's been very spoiled lately, like, you know... Yeah. You're writing comedy material here? No, I'm just trying, I'm workshopping the word <laughs> yeah, yeah. spoiled. Anyway, um, have you ever had your entire you, the power go off on your freezer and lose your entire contents? <laughs> Sounds like the start of an ad. <laughs> have you ever had? Well, today. Home and <laughs> Contents Insurance by Ando. <laughs> Call 1-800. Ando, Ando. You're screwed. Um <laughs> It happened to me while I was a mentor on a camp and we had prepared all the meals hmm. for these. How many kids? Uh, there was 80, but <gasps> with the team, I think it was close to 100. So oh. 20 of us were, you know, the staff. Right. And we went out for a night and it's a routine every year to go camping properly in the bush and then we'd come back and stay at the cabins again. And we came back in the morning and the fridge, the whole electricity had gone off. No alarms were raised and we just knew it was bad because all the ice cream had melted and that was our dessert gone. To shut the little, to bribe the little buggers with like, (laughs) behave Johnny, otherwise you won't get ice cream tonight. There is none, miss. Yeah, so we had to chuck out a heap of things. Um, I guess some stuff like veg, you could still risk it like they can live outside the fridge for a while too things yeah. like uh, zucchinis and tomatoes and onions and stuff fine that was in the fridge not yeah. the freezer 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So look, a lot of it could have been saved, but some things. Yeah, such a waste. And then we had to do another order from the supermarket and oh, get the truck no. to come back. Yeah, that's a lot of waste. I've we've had it happen once where our fridge just crapped itself and it was covered by our insurance. Mm. The contents of the fridge. So really, and so what? I took and I took photos of what was in it, and then what I used was one of those online supermarket shopping yes. as if I was going to buy all this stuff. But then oh, I just wow. screenshotted the list with the pricing and saved That's that. A hack! I had no idea you could do that. But yeah. some people would have some embarrassing stuff in their fridge. Like, do you want to be admitting that you're eating leftover pasta? What's the value of that leftover yeah. pasta? No, because probably once a month I take everything out of the fridge and wash all the shelves and. I know, and I'm a bit of a freak. Yes. I love a clean fridge when Goodness it opens and the, and the glass shelves. I only do that ding. when I'm like, why does it stink so bad? Oh, no. And I'm like, I better bicarb everything. Oh, no. Like the jar of goat's cheese in oil always leaves a little ring. That needs to sit on a separate <laughs> little plate. <laughs> You've kind of got your goat's cheese jar plate. Um, and the, the thing with um, the new freezer is it's got cold banks in it. We've talked about this, you and your fancy fridge. Fancy fridge where these are massive, big, like, blocks, like like what are those blue things you pop in an esky yep. that go in the bottom of the drawer and it extends the time the freezer can go if the door's not opened without uh, electricity. I see. Wow. But that temptation. Little generator kind of thing. Yeah, the power goes off. Yeah. My temptation, it's like signs that say do not touch. I still want to open it and make sure everything's all right. Uh, yeah, but in yeah. opening it, you're taking away hours of, because oh. you're letting hot air in. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. I'm struggling with stuff in my freezer because I haven't labelled it properly. So it's really hard to know what's what and whether it's gone off its best before because at the butchers, they're not going to give you a date for no, your meat. But, uh, that's a good point. Your butcher never stamps it. No, he doesn't stamp it, but they should. If it's a decent-sized piece of meat, you want red dye. You know how, like, meat has, late, like, stamps on it? Yes. You want make sure it's red. Uh-huh. How come? Because red is for human consumption produce in Australia, oh. meat. And I think it's bluey green dye is for animal consumption. Whoa. So, so on the beast. It, on the beast. But the, whether yes. it's a pig, a cow, a sheep yeah. or whatever, on the beast. It's the, always the, red. I have yeah. noticed. The, okay, that's good. That's good. Safe. So you're not eating yeah. pet food. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Speaking of spoiling going off and used by dates, Annie Louie, mm. the world and COVID vaccine at the moment. I didn't know that pharmaceuticals could go off. Yeah. When you get tablets and things from the pharmacy, there are, there are expiry dates on there, but for instance, I'd be okay with taking Panadol that's been off. I don't even look at best before. And yeah. the Panadol sits in the bottom of the kitchen drawer, or not the bottom, but... It's fully sealed, probably kept in a dark, cool place. Yet some, like those um, lactobacillus casei Schroeder strains and bifidus, the um, live cultures, that's what I'm looking yes. for. They, when they you sell found them, all of that before you found, found live, live cultures. That's <laughs> how my brain works, mate. Go the hard way yes. and then work back. Um, the, some chemists have little fridges where you can buy stuff and it's got to be refrigerated. So I'd, I'd like you got to sprint home, reel, reel, yeah. get it in the fridge. Yeah. Then there's some supermarkets sell those um, live cultures, but yes. they're. They don't need to be refrigerated. They sell them at the pharmacy too. I was into, because I'm all about that gut health stuff, yeah. but then I decided, I was I was buying the ones from outside the fridge yep. and thinking that it helped, but I, I swear it was a placebo effect and I stopped doing it and saved a heap of money that way. But it is curious. How does the bacteria stay alive? Yeah. It's not like when you open the capsule, it's wriggling. No. Or is it? <laughs> or never is opened it? the capsule. Oh. Maybe open it and they're like little worms and they're screaming. Ah. So in Japan just the other day... A thousand doses of vaccine got spoiled. 
That's a lot. And when I think about any, if you said, Ando, which country do you reckon will roll out vaccinations the most seamlessly? It's got to be Japan. Maybe Germany. Oh, yeah, German, yeah. maybe Efficiency. assertively. Assertively. <laughs> assertively in German. But, you know, the Japanese and their, like, their train system and, and they just... Yeah, people ma- love lining up for stuff. They probably all happily line up to get jabbed. Yes, but th- but what happened was mm. the freezer went off. Or the, yeah, the freezer went off. It broke down. Oh, and they just can't be certain. <laughs> Whereas in Melbourne, mm. uh, it was in somewhere in Australia, might have been Brisbane actually, people were overdosing on it. They received too much. There yes. were two residents who overdosed on the vaccine. There's talk of that doctor, allegedly, his behaviour, causing him to go to jail. Like wow. it's, Well, they've, he wasn't trained in how to give the vaccination. And then someone at one of the manufacturers of, of vaccines have turned it around. Talk about turn a bad thing into good. Spin, spin, spin. They've gone, our vaccine's so safe, you could even have double dose and not die. <laughs> like, <laughs> And nothing happens at all. It's like, well, how good is this vaccine? <laughs> Look at Beryl and Barry. They're fine in their 90s. They got a double dose by mistake. Oh. I know. Oh, it's so, so interesting. But... There's also the the big question for me is why can one of the vac- one of the vent vaccine has to be frozen or refrigerated, the other one doesn't. So yeah, and now there's a new one. The Johnson and Johnson one is just one jab, which we're not getting here. And what I saw, which got me really excited, you know my fear of needles. There's a tablet company that's um, developing no a way. tablet in the UK. Yes, ah. and he actually it was a really interesting article because he he he's quite wealthy. And he approached all the vaccination companies in 2016, 2017, so pre-COVID, and said, you know, rubella and tetanus and all the other things that you've got to get, dengue fever. And um, he said, I got the technology to help turn this into a tablet. And they were like, no, we're fine, thanks. Wow. Because so many things are administered by needles only. All of those vaccines, and you're saying, what is it about the needle? I, I should talk to some scientists and medical professionals, but why can't they do it through the stomach lining? He, oh, yeah. His thinking was because the pharma companies don't own the cold chain. And the cold chain is essentially, once they've made it, the distribution channel through... Mm, being, means more money. Well, it's not their pro. It's not a problem. So why should they change? They've got all the equipment that make it in vials okay. and make yeah, like. Yeah. Why would we scrap our production line to a tablet right. line? Um, not our problem. Fair. And yeah. I've been seeing ever since you said you are scared of needles and people keep posting about getting <laughs> vaccinated. I've been seeing it more and trying to be sensitive to it. And I'm like, well, you know, for the people with needle phobias, maybe they should have a blurred image that says this contains graphic content. Yes. Yeah. It just makes me like, and it's everywhere. It makes me sick yes. in the guts mm. to see a needle. I feel very sorry for you. They're everywhere. Bring Save on that Ando. tablet. Yeah. I'm going to go to the UK and get one of those tablets. Do you want me to get you one? Um, no, thanks. I'm just going to stick with the tried and tested we're talking best before used by and spoiled. I love that you made it the theme. Spoiled. That this is now the topic. It's not just used by dates. It's best before used by and spoiled. And gone off and rotten. <laughs> the documentary by Annie and Anne. Yeah. yeah. Um, when we talk about this, some of the va- coronavirus vaccines going off because freezers have malfunctioned. Or something led to the temperature dipping and they couldn't prove whether or not the vaccine had dipped below or was above the so that, recommended temp. And like in my simple brain, I go, have a dipstick. So you just dip and go, yeah, that one's all right. Yep, that one's all right. Yeah, like, you know, like when you get eggs and there's no like fresh well, farm yes. eggs, the way to test whether they're fresh is you 
put them in a bucket of water, and if they float, they're what? okay. If they sink, they're off. Oh, cool. You can tell which ones are... Or it might be the other are... way around. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you can tell which one's a boiled egg and which one's a raw egg by spinning them. Oh. Boiled egg spins, regular egg doesn't. Do they weigh the same? Yes. A ton of bricks versus a ton of feathers. They weigh the same. I've been here before. This is not my first rodeo. Uh, country cute. <laughs> but yes, so you can't ensure that the thing hasn't dipped mm. um, yeah, above or below. Uh, or gone, but yeah, that's gone right. Off. Because it's all sealed and like for like it's got a little metal thing on the top that they have to pick off to reveal the rubber that the syringe goes through and all that stuff. Oh, it's complicated stuff. It is. But what if you imagine here at Joy that the government says to us, Hey, you've got a nice fridge. I know shelf two is broken and held together with yellow gaffer tape, but any chance you can store a hundy vaccines for us? Mm. What do you reckon would happen? As in, it needs to be like uh, a night, like, what do you call it? Like, really below temperature. Oh, like, one of those. in nitrogen. It yeah, like, it's, oh, we don't, we don't free, have one of those. Our freezer does, like, it ices over, but I don't think that's the no, same temperature. No, definitely not. So you need a special fridge for it. But I wonder in those fridges whether people store their lunch. I wonder if people doesn't make things go colder faster. Like if you had, mm-hmm. let's say, mm, got a bag of zooper doopers, I need to quickly, uh, <laughs> quickly yes. freeze them for the the team uh, lunch later or you know trivia session. Wonder if I can just pop it in that fridge. Yes, imagine. That. I think you because I don't know what temperature it is, but it's it's deep deep freeze. So yeah. I negative forty. Oh, even probably even more. more. Yeah, because nitrogen that they use, because you store uh, when when we used to have artificial insemination on the cows, you store the. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> you store the semen in nitrogen to keep that cryogenically frozen, uh-huh. so to speak. And which ice? There's an ice cream company that would make like a science of ice cream, and they would pour liquid nitrogen into oh, it yeah. and make it in the bowl, so it wow. freezes instantly. Yes. Your super dupers, you could go put your super dupers in the in this special freezer. Go make a cuppa. Yeah, come back. Great, Ding. lunch is served. Anyone for a super duper? What is a super duper? It's an icy pole. That's oh. you know the long strip plastic. Yep. You cut the top off. You buy and a pack of sixty, and they yeah, yeah. Just, just sugar water with colours. Oh. And it used to go off at my school canteen for thirty cents. Thirty cents, that good stuff. And they were probably buying the packs of a hundred home brand. Yeah. That say not for individuals resale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, you know, uh, the canteen lady, yep, selling them to us premium uh, prices. But frozen yogurt, that was where it was at. 75 cents for a Froyo. Was it from a machine? Like out no, of the no. machine? It was a Straight tub. Of... A little tub, yep. They wouldn't be storing any corona vaccines, would they? Monday to Friday, up early with Annie and Ando on Joy. Talking best before and use by dates, mm. or this topic, as Ando calls it, is best before, use by, and spoiled. Dun dun. dun dun! Let's go to the oldest foods ever discovered. We're oh. talking historic, a bit of archaeology going on. Like in the back of someone's fridge? <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is just about or my house time. alone. <laughs> no, it's stuck in time. Wow. Like fossilised almost. Yeah. So, for example, Antarctic fruitcake. So there was an expedition by the British during 1910 to 1913. Mm. They brought some fruitcake. It uh, had some nuts. It had uh, fruit. It was a holiday time. They wanted to have something. Soaked in whisk or rum or something. Yeah, they'd bring it out around Christmas, have a a nibble, maybe put it back. I mean, it's fruitcake. God, I'm so scarred from the catering class where we spent a whole term making a fruitcake. And you could. 
would because he could keep working on it every day because it's fruitcake. Because it doesn't go off. <laughs> doesn't go did you off. do the two layers of icing, all that crap? No, it was oh. um, the whole roll-out fondant thing. And yeah, I hate the all of these things and... now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually, funnily enough, made it Antarctic themed. I think they must have. Some scientists have uncovered my year 10 cooking project. Some, that's how far it was thrown when you threw it out. All yeah. the way to Antarctica. So they found it 100 years later hmm. after this expedition, and it probably was still good. But um, sadly, the original uh, person who was on the expedition would never have gotten to try this sweet treat because he died of starvation. Oh, the irony in that, Annie. <laughs> it's actually quite funny because like, even when you're starving, you wouldn't eat fruitcake. I would die if all was left was fruitcake and peas. Actually, you know what I'd do with the fruitcake? Yeah. I would crumble it in my hand, pick out all the bits of fruit and then eat the shitty brown crumbs around the outside. But yeah. just so I didn't die. But yes. peas, I wouldn't eat the peas. Oh, yuck. Yeah. What else have you got on your list of old-time foods? Oh, old-time foods. This is no time. Time has been suspended with these foods. Mm. They just have survived for, um, in some cases, centuries. So what do you think about this? Bog butter. <laughs> in Ireland in 2009. Bog, yep. B-O-G. Yep. So 77 pounds of butter was found in an oak barrel that had been dumped in a bog and forgotten for 3,000 years. Was it okay? I didn't know butter existed 3,000 years ago. Oh, yeah. The, butter. the butter had turned whitish over the course <laughs> of three millennia, but otherwise remained remarkably intact. That's it's a insane. national treasure, they declared over an island. So on butter, because I use butter for cook, like I use butter and have butter, but I also use ghee, which is the mm. milk solids only of the butter, or yes. the milk solids are removed. I always get that confused too. And um, the, the ghee... It's sold in the supermarkets on the shelf or in a yeah. jar. It's not in the fridge like the like the butter is. Yeah. And so I wonder how butter, like how long, because butter and does how did last. It, how did it stay intact and not melt? Because it was in, in a bog. In a bog. Oh, I see. I don't I'm, understand bogs. Me either. It's, problem. <laughs> I know a different sort. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like a, it's like a marsh. Yeah. Who a, threw their quagmire? butter in the marsh? Is it a quagmire? <laughs> That's a great word. That Wetlands. might be the biggest word I've oh, ever Maya. heard you use, other than lactobacillus. Bacillus caseosteritis strain. Yes. Annie, don't, you're being rude. What was I Googling? Quagmire. <laughs> How do you spell it? I don't know. Q-U-A-G. <laughs> a, a soft, boggy area of land that gives way underfoot. Oh. oh, hello. Hello. Have you ever been on a game show on telly? Maybe you should apply. Hot no. seat. The chaser? I don't think they have questions like what you ask me. <laughs> like, what's bog butter? What's you would nail bog- it. <laughs> That's what you get after eating dirty bird. <laughs> On the topic of best before news by, I have a hypothetical question for mm-hmm. you. Do you think you could survive on food that only is fresh and doesn't have a best before used by at all? Oh, yes, I think I could. That'd be quite lovely. Really? Uh, so yes. Gone are the tinned uh, sardines. And everything that's got something that's got a number on it. You, do I have to work or study? Because if it was my foot, uh, this blows my little brain around. If you want to actually make bread and make ev- part, yep. pastry from scratch and all that stuff, it takes hours. Yeah, hours and hours. So I'm thinking like, oh, what's in my pantry in tins that I use a lot of tomato paste sometimes? But you can actually make, make your own, yeah. own tomato paste and preserve it in oil. So you'd have to. 
Joe for the full farmer life. Yes, yes. yes. And <laughs> yeah. I'd have to dial up the veggie patch, and I'd, I'd need. I've been nagging for a greenhouse. Wow, that would I be wanna, amazing. I want. I'm, I'm happy with a polytube. What's that? Where does that go? It's it's you know those big plastic greenhouses that you see in paddocks, and it's like kind of half arch. No. Oh, <laughs> you've been researching. Poly t- yeah, yeah, polytube, polytunnel. It. Yeah, because, yeah. like, what are we? We're the fourth of fifth of March, and the frosts have already started to come in over the ranges yeah. in the morning. So my tomatoes, the covered in tomatoes that are green, they're going to now either rot or oh, I'll no. turn them into chutney. This is what's well, too easy a question for you. You're already somewhat a farmer, so you could obviously convert your whole life into Yeehaw. the farming lifestyle. Me, I don't think I could. No? Yeah. You, you just remind me, of course, bread. I buy bread. Most of my bread has a tag on it that says, uh, use by this date. And those little tags come in handy as a plectrum on your guitar. Oh, nice. Fun and fact. you saw how bad my pizza dough was so i would just i would starve you gave it a really good go annie (laughs) on that note we're going to have a long weekend tune in on monday ben murphy and special guest will be here and uh, we're back with you tuesday yes have a great one thanks for listening to another joy podcast brought to you by australia's lgbtqia plus community media organization joy help us keep joy on air head to joy.org.au joy a diverse sound for a diverse community